hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. We have a rum drink tonight mm-hmm. in honor of tonight's subject, so. Yes. It's very pleasant. Rum drinks. Yes. Mine has um, just, is it orange juice and Yours pineapple? Yours is orange juice and pineapple juice and, and rum. rum. And mine is orange juice, pineapple juice, coconut and rum. Yes, but I do not like coconut. Because, yeah, Adam is a coconut hater, mm-hmm. and I am a coconut lover, and the great thing about uh, lovers and haters of coconuts is they can still be friends. We can. <laughs> friends and lovers. So, Even yes. though we disagree. We disagree very strongly on coconut. Yes, and I am right and she is wrong. Uh, it's not true, guys. It's not. It, I mean, in this one instance, you got to give me one thing. You're usually right and I'm usually wrong, as this podcast has proven <laughs> time and time again. Not often not that but often i'm standing but like... my ground on coconut so yes, so there i we feel go. strongly about coconut i do feel strongly about coconut um so how's your week going dude i don't even know um i know right um has it been a week yeah i had a oh. is time still passing in linear fashion you okay i thought i heard an alarm going off no like a she who shall not be named like bow 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 Oh, no. Maybe I'm just, like, I'm to the point where I'm hearing phantom timers. <laughs> yeah, it's like when your leg buzzes and you you think, you're like, oh, and then you realize you don't even have your phone in your fucking pocket. And you're right. like, what the right. hell? Like, it's just, like, truly, I am all just, like, phantom vibrations. Am I alone vibrations. on that? I'm not, I'm not alone on no, that. No, you're not at all. Okay, not good. All. That's a phantom that's like a recognized thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Great. We're all going crazy. That's fantastic. Yeah. Or, like, when, um, like, on the, not now, but on the rare occasions when I was like sick and home alone or like working from home on a day when the kids were like at school i would back when they left our house like back back on the day when they left our house uh i would hear them all the time (laughs) what's that i like i would hear the baby crying and the baby wasn't here like it i don't know yeah the the brain is a magical place uh well that to say i don't know what day it is or uh anything we're having auditory hallucinations yeah everything is it's, just guys, guys fine. i'm great it's all fine great. uh i did have a friend who um was gonna have like a outdoor socially distant birthday thing um but then it stormed so bad that it had like to, all day yeah that it had to be like mm, canceled postponed whatever we'll figure so, it out so um i got her beer and a balloon <laughs> and i put it on her porch <laughs> And I was like, I'm sorry, your day sucks. <laughs> like, like, the best I can give you is this. I was like, but here's beer and a balloon. I mean, honestly, what can't beer and a balloon solve in mm-hmm. this world, I think? So a few things. I think. And it, it was yeah. a it was a pick-your-own, like, six um, oh, cool. a, a mix pack. Get some good local stuff? Yeah, I tried. I tried. Uh, she likes IPAs, but she also likes stout and cream ales. So she's That's like a, a pretty real... pretty good cover. Yeah, she is a, a real mix. Good so. for her. I was like, oh, I can find I can find things in all those categories. Now I'm a stout and cream ale girl. IPA, I'm like, ooh, no thanks. Life is bitter enough. 
Yes. I, don't, I don't I don't need any of this. Like give me all the like the, rich, yeah. nutty, dark, the darker the better mm-hmm. um goodness. So yeah, I picked out I picked out some beers. Hopefully she enjoys them, but there's only one of each, so even if like like if you pour it and you're like, she was like, "Honey, you is, want this? This is like, not for me." Good. You know, yeah. like she's not stuck with a six pack of beer that's not for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. We went out for our anniversary. We did. We actually went. Oh my gosh, it's it was not that long ago, but it seems like like was, every day is three years. Like I don't. And also, like I feel like I was just here recording this. Yet at the same time, I don't know. Time is just not working right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like three days ago, and we went out to a local place, a little local restaurant, which has a cute patio covered yep. in trees. So it was really pleasant and cute. And we ate outside. Mm-hmm. It was the first time we eat at a restaurant in like six months. Yep. I mean. I mean, we didn't go out a lot before, but maybe like once a month. <laughs> maybe once a month, but yeah. <laughs> Just the two of us anyway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was really kind of nice to be out. It was nice to be out. Let's hope, you know, we don't catch the Rona, but you know, I'll mm-hmm. let you know in a week. We'll check back in. If you see some episodes missing, bad news. <laughs> so. We Well, but like we wore masks the whole time, except for when we were eating. Like I, mm-hmm. I felt like we tried to be. Yeah, and, like, we weren't, like, the closest table was, like, 15 feet away, and it was outside. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel if you're gonna, you know, that's one of the things they're saying, Uh like, inside is the bad thing. So, yeah, try to avoid that. And we have been. And so, that's where we're at. Let's see, other exciting things. We ordered more uh, tiny measuring cups for liquids. And also tongs. The two-ounce... The two ounce, uh, they're made by a um, OXO. OXO, and Oxo. they're steel, a steel jigger with uh, the measurements on it. It's like truly the best. I use it for everything. Yeah. Yes, obviously, I use it for mixing drinks, but like I use it for like watering succulents. I use it for like just yeah. anytime you need a teaspoon of water or like, you know, to put in a pan. Like it's the best. It's, it's a great little thing. Mm-hmm. And we I use it all the time. One is missing. Yeah. Somewhere in our house. It might be next to a succulent. Probably. That's my bet. Um, might not be. It might be in one of our kids' rooms next to a succulent is where I'm going to suggest, suggest, you know, mm-hmm. looking next. But. Um, yeah, but it, we just broke down and ordered more. We're like, we just need more in our we life. We just need more of these in our <laughs> lives. And more tongs. We've been using, like, kitchen tongs. Mm-hmm. We have three. You would well, think that would be Part of it is we have, instead of one meal at the table, all of us together. We have three meals at the table. Let's not lie. We have all two meals at the table all together because, you know, breakfast together. just happens. Sometimes. Sometimes it does. But mostly breakfast is a grab your own food. Mm-hmm. But we do. We so have... we have twice as many meals at the table mm-hmm. where everyone's pulling food out of a, a central vat. And we're trying to keep fingers <laughs> out of the vat. So right. we're like, tongs don't, are Don't touch used... your sandwich. Like out of the pile of sandwiches, use the tongs. Don't don't just grab pizza rolls with your hands. Mm-hmm. Like use the tongs. Don't you know Yeah. Trying to raise civilized humans I is mean, with hard, tongs. y'all. <laughs> but we're getting there. We're getting there. So we got some more of those. Mm-hmm. So and then for free shipping I got some like squishy silicone Ooh. measuring cups. We'll see how those work. Maybe I bet they're really great. good for measuring like molasses and Yeah, honey like and honey, stuff. like things that you are mayonnaise, like things that you want to like turn out. Yeah, yeah. You want to make sure you get all the container out of it. Yeah. That might be good. Might be good. But we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll part back. Uh whew. but other than that, I mean it's just Just yeah. Just logging along. 
Just doing... Just doing nothing and also having no time. Yeah, I don't know how it is. <laughs> oh, we did have a fireworks show tonight, which was super cool. On Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing had a fireworks show tonight. Our eldest uh, spent like all day today. He said, Pretty I want to work on a surprise. Can I just, can I have the switch for a long time? And the other two were like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see how this goes. So he sat down and he made custom fireworks for everybody that said, I heart, and then our Animal Crossing characters' names. Yeah, it was very and then sweet. by his Animal Crossing name, and then the Batman and logo. And also the Batman logo. That's not undersell the Batman logo. That it was, was pretty great. <laughs> that happened. Uh, and so it was super cute, and it was super sweet, and I really appreciate him taking the time and effort to do that. It was very sweet. I liked it a lot. And the other the other two kids saw it, too, and were like, oh, thanks, brother. Yeah, we love it. We loved it. And I was like, great, cool. So, Yep, showing we, love in Animal Crossing. So, you know, I'll take it. I'll take any moment of our kids showing respect and affection 100%. towards another one of our kids. Like, yes. that is... That is a great situation. So that happened. Yeah, it was very sweet. And then uh, we watched a movie. We did watch a movie. So uh, as alluded to with the rum drinks, we watched a pirate-themed movie, mm-hmm. which was Muppet Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island. This is easily my third favorite version of Treasure Island. Uh, this is the only version of Treasure Island I've ever seen or experienced. Lie. Therefore, it's the best. That's not true. Uh, what version of Treasure Island have I experienced? Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. I don't think I've even you seen, seen Treasure it. Planet. It has been on in this house many times. I know, there but was that very... doesn't mean I watch it. I guess so. <laughs> but you didn't like watch the Wonderful World of Disney one from like way back in the day. I don't think so. That's the, I think that's the one with like Charlton Heston as Long John Silver. <laughs> no, like so I'm not like I'm very familiar. With the culture this story has spawned, yeah, I am not familiar with this story. So, I have to say this story is like, this story is to piracy mm-hmm. as like the Lord of the Rings is to fantasy. Right. Where It's a real touchstone. It's a real touchstone. Like all of the tropes, you know, the eye patches, the peg legs, the missing teeth, the scars, the, the walking the planks. Yeah, yeah. The, you know. The parrots. Buried treasure, all of that stuff. X marks the like, spot. It was kind of out in the world, like definitely borrowed heavily from the legends and the stuff that was mm-hmm. out there. But it boiled it into one spot. And like, kind of codified it. Codified it. And then very early in cinematic history, we started getting versions of this. And so that's why, like, every pirate looks like every pirate you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Like, it's... Right. This is it. This is the... They have a real vibe. Mm-hmm. And this is why, like, you know, just like in Lord of the Rings, that's why every fantasy has, like, elves, dwarves, hobbits... Right, halflings. Men, you know, Mm -hmm. like, those are the the main races or whatever, you know. And they all kind of look the same. Right, elves are always, like, skinny and pointy-eared and... I want to make a whole fantasy novel with, like, short, fat elves and long, skinny dwarves Mm -hmm. and just have them be constantly mad. I I want dwarves to be giants. Yeah. Like, and they'll be like, we're dwarves. And you're like, but you're giant. And he's like... So I mean that happens in Artemis Fowl, mm-hmm. but he's a giant dwarf who's human sized. Yeah, for for easy filming. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, there's uh, Peter Dinklage's character in is it 
uh endgame is it an endgame that's there or is that ragnarok that thor goes and gets stormbreaker i think it's ragnarok maybe yeah i think I so maybe but he makes that mm-hmm. they kind of run together because it's it's one story it's for, one very long complicated uh, story i think it would be fun to have a fantasy novel where everyone just looks human and you don't know you don't know what race people are because like, it turns out we're all the same on the inside and the outside and the outside <laughs> And you're like, what? You have all these magical powers? And like, yeah, I'm an elf. And he's like, couldn't you tell? And you're like, no. I don't see race. I just... <laughs> like, that should be it. There should be like a ranger, like a human mm-hmm. ranger that's like, I don't see race. And they're like, clearly I'm an elf. I'm mm-hmm. like six foot seven. I weigh 128 pounds sopping wet. Right. Look, pointed ears. Look at my like beautiful shining hair. Eyebrows on point. Shampoo commercial hair. Yes. And, you know, obviously I'm an elf. It's like, well, I, I can't tell. I mean, you and him look exactly the same. He's four foot three and has a beard. Actually, I'm a girl. She's four foot three and has a beard. Right. So, uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, no, I just think it'd be funny where if it was like everybody just looks human. Like, there's no... There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. That's, no defining characteristics of... That'd be great. Yeah. But, uh, or maybe a pirate film where everybody just looks mm-hmm. like an unwashed 18th century. Just regular. Just yeah. regular. Nobody has, like, fancy coats with buttons and buckle shoes and, like, pointy hats and feathers. So, uh, this story is fun. Um, starts in a tavern. Billy Connolly is there. Mm-hmm. You know Billy Connolly? I know his voice. Yes, you know his voice. But I don't know him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know him personally, but... Uh, well, yeah, but, like, I also didn't recognize his face. He's been a lot of stuff. Like he's been, he gets around. Mm-hmm. He's and a he, classic. Uh, if you need a Scotsman that can show up for an early morning filming and still be drunk, I think you get Billy Connolly for that. Mm-hmm. That's just his thing. Like, can he still do lines while completely pished? I mean, it's or, fine. Yeah, it adds to the flavor. It does. I mean, that's his milieu. That is what he has made his money doing. <laughs> Honestly, not bad money for showing up drunk. Like, I don't think he really does. No, I don't think he does. I think he's a professional. But but that would be fun. But it's got him in it. Um, We start in a pub, as all good pirate stories do. Right. You start in a pub, and the main character boy, Mm -hmm. Jim. Jim. Is an orphan. Of course. But he he has best friends. He has best friends in this one. He does. He doesn't and, have uh, those in the in the normal book. And his best friends are Gonzo and Rizzo. Yes, who are fantastic. Right. They are, I mean, they add as much to this story as they do in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Well, in Muppet Christmas Carol, Gonzo was was Dickens. Right. Like He was like the guy writing the book. Yes. So. But, but also com- comedic effect, narration, mm-hmm. like breaking the fourth wall to like comment on what's going on. Right. And, yeah. They do a great job. I Gonzo is one of my favorite Muppets. In this one, there's also a whole band of other rats. Yes. Who are like on a cruise. Yeah, they're... In modern times, like in and out of... Yeah, they just kind of walked into scenery and they're like, oh, look, this is a, you know... Right, like the food here is delicious. Yeah, (laughs) like they're on a completely meta tour of the movie. So they're on... A Muppet Christmas or a Muppet Treasure Island themed cruise. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> while everybody else is just doing Muppet the, uh, Treasure while Island, the, everyone else is in Muppet Treasure Island. 
Yeah, and like Rizzo's the only one that kind of interacts with them and is like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of weird. But... Mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's the same story. Uh, Jim's dad was killed when he, Jim was very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been raised by the bar owner. Innkeeper. Yeah. Bar owner. And, you know, the pirates are looking for a map. And mm-hmm. turns out maybe Jim has it. Well, the reason Jim has it is this dude. Billy come. Henley. Oh, no. Yeah. Whatever. Sorry. I don't know. This dude. Yeah. Is in the pub. Mm. And then someone else shows up. Yep. And curses him. And then he's going to die. Yeah. And uh, there's he's like, well, since I'm going to die, like, here's the map. You know. Yep. Go on this quest. So he gives Jim the map. And he's like, good luck. And then he dies. And Gonzo's like, I can't believe he died. This is supposed to be a kids movie. <laughs> like, yep. It's like, harsh. <laughs> harsh. Yeah, what are we doing here? Man. So he's got the map, and he's mm-hmm. trying to figure out what he's going to do with he's it. He's like, well, I have a great, I have a map, but also, like, I'm in the middle of England. Like, I'm so far from the ocean. <laughs> like, what am I, I going to do? I don't have options. So he needs a financier to start the expedition. Right. So he goes to Fozzie Bear. Who is an idiot. Yes. I mean, Fozzie. I don't know if he's an idiot in regular Treasure Island. He, I mean, he's definitely kind of played... The squire. Yeah, he's played not well. I mean, mm-hmm. he's kind of the rich guy who wants to have an adventure. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he's, you know, he's playing pirate, he's, playing captain. Right, and he's maybe not making the best decision. So, yeah. um, he has the map. He looks at the map. And he's like, yes, this is a real treasure map. Like, you're in luck. I can finance this adventure. Yep, I'll put together a crew. I'll put together a crew, I'll find a boat, and you guys can come along as, like, cabin boys. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but, like, I have the map, shouldn't I be, like, more than just a cabin boy? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like maybe... (laughs) I feel like they did not negotiate their positions well. (laughs) No. Instead of being like, but I have the map, like, I don't want to be swabbing the deck and cleaning toilets. Like, I'm not saying that I should run the whole ship, but, like... I have the map. <laughs> I'm the map guy. I'm the map guy. <laughs> so, um, so there's a kind of slam cut, and they walk out to the dock, and they're getting on the ship, mm-hmm. and everybody else is getting on the ship, and the captain arrives. First of all, everybody in there, the crew is like real, real shady. Oh yeah, like everyone's real, real shady. And uh, and Jim is like, huh, everybody seems real shady. And Gonzo's like, this is so fun. <laughs> like, let's just get caught up in the these adventure. Are, these are my people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they meet they meet Tim Curry. Right. Down before the, before down they meet the, the captain. Bottom of the ship, yeah. yeah they, so before the captain comes, they're like, you just go in the ship. Like, this is your ship. Walk on. The captain mm-hmm. will be here whenever. Go find something to do. Yeah, I guess. That seems like... But yeah, but interesting. Tim Curry is in this film, guys. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry brings his all to, to everything, every role, fantastic, every role. It could be like you are you and Fozzie Bear, or this like uh, he has a a lobster. He has a pet lobster instead of a parrot. Polly the lobster, yes. Polly the lobster. And it's like you know, half of your lines are like. With Polly, <laughs> lob- yeah, this Muppet lobster, but he is there killing it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, he is. He- <laughs> and so I also love your theory, and I have to, to give you full credit for this, but you 
Mm-hmm. You have postulated you can tell a lot about a person mm-hmm. from where they recognize Tim Curry. Because he just, like... He's everywhere. He's He's done everything. He's been everywhere. He's in Muppet Treasure Island. He's in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. He's in Clue. <laughs> like, he's in It. He's in, um... Mm, one of those, like, stupid spy ones, like The Hunt for Red October or something like that. Yeah, he's... <laughs> like, he's in every type of movie. He's in Home Alone 2. He's in Home Alone 2. <laughs> you know, he's everywhere He's in The Three Musketeers. He's in this, like, uh, independent film about William Shakespeare. Like, he is just, like, any type of thing that you want. Tim Curry has made a movie. Yes. <laughs> Like, any point you looked and you said, well, we can't afford Alan Rickman, you went and you found Tim Curry, and he brought it. And Right. right. And he's not always the villain, and he's, like, and no. he's not always the hero. Like, he's just... He's, just, he's a utility player. Right. He, he do, really he does, is. He, he does his best. But if I say, name the first movie you think of with Tim Curry in it. I swear that's a personality test. Yeah. Mine's Clue. Yours is Clue? Um, really? Yeah. Well, I saw Clue way before I saw Rocky Horror Picture Show. Fair enough. Because I could see Clue as like a 10-year-old. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, the AV, like the USA yeah, version. Yeah, like the USA version. <laughs> Fair enough. Where like it's missing at least a full half an hour. <laughs> and one of the three like, endings. Like every great movie I have ever seen mm-hmm. on cable in the 80s. But then... Uh, yeah, I think I'm trying but to But then Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I think my first experience him with him was probably Home Alone 2. Mhm. Uh but then yeah, Clue was pretty pretty short thereafter, I think, but still a good film. Mm-hmm. Still yeah, you know. But that just says I was born in the 80s. That's right. what that says. Right. I was born in the 80s. That's that that's a pretty hard mark there. <laughs> but anyway, so they set sail with um uh, with Kermit as the captain. Right. Kermit is the captain. The and they have this is... they have this big like thing when Kermit pulls up, like everyone's all like afraid. Mm-hmm. And this like big gruff man opens the carriage and then he's like announcing your captain. And, and he steps aside. He steps aside and Kermit walks out and he's like doop, doop, doop. and uh The rumor was he was Sam, like super yeah. Mr. Arrow. Sam Eagle, who is yeah. Sam Arrow this Sam, time. Yeah. Mr. Arrow is like, oh, the captain's going to be pissed. There's, like, dust on the whatever. He was like, like, heads are going to roll. Like, this captain does not fuck around. And I mean, that's not exactly what he says, because, no. you know, it's Children, Muppets. Children, yeah, Muppets. Uh, but that's the basic gist, where he's right. like, this captain does not fuck around. Like, you do not want to get on his bad side. Um, and Kermit walks out and, uh, like, doesn't say anything. He was like, hello, Mr. Arrow. He's like, Hello. And he was like, he's furious. And I was like, oh, apparently he's like the Captain Raymond Holt of the hot yes. seas. <laughs> oh, and now I want to see like a Treasure Island version of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> a Treasure Island version of Brooklyn Nine-Nine or a Muppet version of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Both. Both. Yes. We want both these things. Make it so. Yeah. Um, and he said, but you're not listening to this podcast. But if you are... <laughs> We have ideas. Yes. Um, but they get under sail, and there's a couple of song and dance numbers. Like, as soon as they push away from the dock. There's a song and dance there's number. There's a song and dance number. 
about being about sailors. being a pirate and stuff. Well, there's some, like, we're sailors, and we're awesome, and we're good, but also we might be pirates. So but like, also, oh, like, no, Loki, we're, really we're 100% pirates. Yes, but also, yeah, 100% pirates. And, uh... The, uh... Karma is like, can I see you in my quarters? Like, and he pulls aside, uh, Mr. Arrow and Flazzy Bear and, um... And Jim and his yeah. friends. Yeah, Jim and his friends are there and for some reason. And he's like, does he know that he has the map? Yeah. Okay, so that's probably why. Yeah. And he was like, hey, uh, who put together <laughs> this crew people? Like, clearly, we are like half an hour away from them, like, They're going to mutiny us and, like, and, like mur- kill and, us all right. in our sleep. Like, right, they're going to murder us all. Like, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can read a room. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> Fozzie Bear's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is the best crew we've ever had. Right. That I could find in ten minutes. Yes. Well, the captain, er, the cook helped me put them together. And the mm-hmm. cook is Long John Silver, Tim Curry. Right. Which, again, is kind of the... Right, like, oh, clearly he's the nemesis. Yeah, he's the nemesis. He's the mastermind of whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. And so they sail for a little bit. And then a couple of the crewmen kidnap... Gonzo and Rizzo to right, torture the to location torture and the map out of them. Because, mm-hmm. like, one of you three has the map. Right. And showing them, you know, torturing a 10-year-old boy on a PG movie would not be okay. Right. So they torture... Right. And so they're taking Gonzo and they put him on a rack and they stretch him out. And he was like, this is awesome. Like... I'm sitting so tall. Right. He was like, I can play for the NBA. Crank this sucker up. And they're like, he's enjoying it. This is not working. Nope. Torture the rat. <laughs> and they go to torture the rat. I don't remember what they do. They don't. They don't. Mm -hmm. They get interrupted. They get interrupted and discovered. um, By who? I don't remember. Tim Curry. Oh, by Tim Curry. Yeah. Uh, He breaks in on it and is like, you guys got to stop. But like right on his heels are, is like Kermit and Sam. Like they, uh, they, they kind of figure out what's going on too. So he, he breaks it up, throws them in the brig. Mm -hmm. Uh, They fix Gonzo by basically just treating him like a lampshade, pulling him and then just letting him go and he and then he falls down. He's like, I'm good now. He's like made of slinky. Yeah. Uh, And so the pirate has been, you know, the pirate plot has been thwarted or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then they get caught in the doldrums and they don't get any wind. So there's another song and dance number about not having any wind, getting cabin fever. Yes. Which I can relate to. Yes. That one hit all the whole... But then, like, the wind picks up and they're fine. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's weird. And then, like, they kind of get to the island and I'm... It's... So he... So they're sailing. Yeah. And um, Tim Curry is talking to Jim about, like, I don't know, hopes and dreams and, like... Yeah, oh, he's, my, he's like, I lost well, my son, my dad when I was seven. Oh, I lost my dad when I was eight. You know, right. like... Yeah, and uh, it's like, I'm just like you. You know, and something about, like, uh, one day he wants to be a captain of his own ship. And he's like, I'm sure one day you'll be captain of your own ship. Like, Long John, like, don't worry. And he was like, oh, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, does the evil Tim Curry Yeah, and does, does evil Tim Curry uh, sideways glance. And um, Also, I swear they changed the lighting in the middle of that shot. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden he has just nothing but eyebrows and cheekbones. Right, like, right. And He's you're like, like, oh, oh, we're well, evil and his, now. And his hair is all tied back in a like, very bandana. Sat, yeah, yeah, very tight. Uh, so, yeah. 
Yeah, he definitely goes. So you see a lot of eyebrows and cheekbones. Um, and then they're before they get to the island. Mm-hmm. Um, he Jim realizes that Long John Silver is going to mutiny. Like he hears, he yeah. overhears Long John Silver and his crew going to be mutinous. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Crap!" Like I trusted you and you were my friend, but um. Now I realize you're going to be mutinous. I got to go tell the captain. Mm-hmm. So he tells the captain and the captain is like, okay, um, I'm just going to let Long John Silver go. Like right. we're going to put him out the shore on mm-hmm. the, on, we're going to keep a couple guys, enough guys to get us home. Mm-hmm. And we got Long John Silver and his cronies yeah. on the, on, um, as a boarding or as an away party to go find the treasure. Right. And then we're going to nope out of here. Right. And if they find the treasure, great. But, like... <laughs> we'll, we'll get some trustworthy guys, come back, shoot them, and steal the treasure. Right. We're not going to deal with it. No. Um, and, at like, and Long John has, like, uh, suspicions right. about this. He was like, this seems too easy. So Long John's going to double cross. Kermit is going to double cross. Kermit's going to do the triple cross. Then Long John Silver comes up with the quadruple cross. Right. And he was like, Jim, come along with us. To adventure. To adventure. And Jim goes with them onto the island. And he's like, ah, the captain wants me to stay here. He's like, come on. (laughs) He's like, come on. Quick adventure. 20 minutes in and out. It'll be great to him. Right. Uh, You know, you gotta. You gotta live a little. Yeah. Write something right home about. And uh, so now he's like stuck. And. uh, Because that's his way of keeping the captain from leaving, le- marooning them or whatever. Right. Pre the pre mutiny. Uh, so they get to the island. Yeah, and um, Kermit is like, "Crap, we got to go rescue the kid." And then mm-hmm. it's back on the island, and Tim Curry's doing a song and dance number as he refers to my only number. Mm-hmm. Although he has been singing in other things, like you've seen him, <laughs> but it's, it's not him by himself. This is his solo villains piece. <laughs> Uh, it's very funny. And then you hear a cannon shot. Mm-hmm. And Long John Silver's like, there's another one. My guys that I left on the ship mm-hmm. have taken over. And we have the Hispaniola. And then there's another shot. And he's like, I'm the captain now. Right. And it's been a successful mutiny. And let's do this. So the rest of the crew that was on the Hispaniola bundles, mm-hmm. you know, Fozzie and Kermit and, and Sam Eagle. Right. On a boat and brings just, them back ashore and is like, like hey, caught him captured. Yeah. Um, well, no, they, they run off. They try to escape. Mm-hmm. And they're on their own ship or they got kicked off or whatever. But yeah, they end up running ashore and being picked up by the savages. Right. Who are the pigs. Right. Uh, the pig is named Spa-am. 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 Did you, in your internet perusal, read about the lawsuit? They were sued. <laughs> I have to pull this up. It's so good. That's hilarious. All right. The Hormel Foods Corporation, the creators of Spam, sued the Jim Henson production for using the name Spam as one of the film's tribal pig characters. The judge dismissed their suit on December 22nd in 1995 after a trial for failure to prove damages, noting, One might think Hormel would welcome the association with genuine source of pork. Unquote. <laughs> I was like, 
Oh, that is cold. <laughs> Some cold shit, Judge. That is great. That's on the Wikipedia page for uh, just to cite our sources there. But yeah, yes. that is fantastic. That is... I mean, and that alone, like, is worth watching this movie. So, but the uh, but the pigs mm-hmm. do, like, this chant and they're bringing... Uh, right, so they had the, these captured... Uh, they have, whatever. Yeah, the Kermit officers. And we'll call them the officers. The officers, yes. And they're like, well, we're going to bring you to our chief and like, she's going to decide what to do with you guys. Mm -hmm. And my kids call it a mile away. They're like, the chief's going to be Miss Piggy. Obviously. Obviously. The chief is Miss Piggy. And so Mm -hmm. there's an elephant that comes in. Yeah, she rides in on an elephant. It was fantastic. Uh, And Piggy-ish. Right. And there's chanting and there's like production. She's she's wearing this like short leopard print mini dress. Yeah. Um, But then she also has this really elaborate head headdress with like feathers yep and a pet art park right i don't know why she has a pet art park <laughs> i mean honestly seems, seems like an odd choice well honestly the concept of pets in the muppet universe is kind of weird. weird yeah it's the goofy pluto problem again mm-hmm. where you're a sentient animal with a semi-sentient animal right as a pet and i don't know where the line is i guess speaking mm-hmm. but anyway yeah it's complicated y'all and so she's like, oh, hey, Kermit, how you doing? Yeah. She was like, also, I hate you. Yeah. Like, like burn them. <laughs> like, like, yes, because you keep abandoning me to go to the sea, which, like, that's right. not what I want in a relationship. Right. Thank you very much. Obviously. So, no, I get that. I see that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, not what I'm here for in a relationship. Yeah. And they were like, uh, you knew her? So, like, she was marooned on this island. Right. Um, By Kermit? No. I'm not sure. Maybe but she was, like, looking for Kermit. And was on another boat and just got a little too high maintenance. So, and somehow like, she was marooned mm, on later. this island. Yeah. And and just set herself up as queen. Mm-hmm. Which, like, snaps. Like, truly. I mean. Miss Piggy. If anyone could get marooned on an island and just, like. Come out smelling like a rose. Yeah. Establish themselves as, like, the deity centrist form of government. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, think, I think your list of people that could pull out off. Uh, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Leia Organa. Yes. Uh, Beyonce. Yes. That's, that's my list of people that could do that. I think, I agree. I agree. I'm like, it, it might not be an all-inclusive list, but like. Those three that's are That's it. My... Like, it's not, it's not a just anybody thing. No, it ain't. So you gotta have some <laughs> swagger. Pull that you off. You do. You do. And, uh, so. But eventually, like, Kermit kind of brings her back around. She agrees mm-hmm. to help them rescue Jim, which right. is basically he's, the Yangle. They're like, he's just a boy. Like, you, you need to help him. Like, he's, Everyone else on this island is trash, but... <laughs> like, come on, let's not kill the kid. Like, right. let's do something good here. And so she's like, fine, I'll save the yeah. kid. Like, mm-hmm. let's do this. And so they do, and they agree to. Mm-hmm. So the officers, go, or the pigs go and, like fight the pirates right and, and is this where miss piggy is high eyeing and kicking ass oh yeah totally and tired of being marooned oh yeah okay she's gonna get off this island if she has to kill every one of those motherfuckers right to get on the boat and she kind of does mm-hmm. and they corner long john silver who has found the treasure isn't the treasure camera. empty yeah well, one of the treasures is empty, I think. But then they find, like, real treasure later. Like, it's a whole thing. I don't remember them finding the real treasure later. I think they find real treasure. Because, like, at one point, they're, like, rowing... So, so they... Because they're having Jim, who has the map, instead of just being, like, give me the map, 
They're like, no, you have to like lead us on this Because you're the journey. only one that can read the map, I guess? I don't know. I don't you're know. the only one who can read. Or they were like, you're our pawn. Like, you're disposable. Yeah. Well, you're the reason people people will come back to rescue you. And you're like, you're, but after, but after they mutinied, they didn't need that. Like, no, I have no idea. This, I have no idea what they didn't just kill him. No. And, uh. Because it's a Muppet movie. Because it's a Muppet movie. But, uh, they get to where the treasure is and they open the treasure and it's empty. And then all the people turn on Long John Silver and they're like, right. you, you did this to us. That's like, right. You're, you convinced us to mutiny against our captain for treasure and now there isn't even any treasure and now we're going to be charged for mutiny and we don't have any treasure. Like, you suck. We should kill you. And they all turn against him, yep. and Long John Silver's like, run away! Like, and, right, he, right. and he stands there with his guns to, like, fight off the people. And Jim's like, why are you doing this to me? And he's like, because I like you. He's like, I lied about literally everything else, but I like you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, you're a good kid. <laughs> and so he runs away, and then, does he decide to rescue Long John Silver? I think so. I'm like... I'm a little confused. It's a little I was convoluted. I was making, um, I was making jalapeno poppers at this have time. Have we talked about jalapeno poppers on? This I think we've mentioned before. them. I'm sure we have. It was in one of our rave reviews about the, um, the air fryer. Yes. But I, I made jalapeno, slice in half, stuff with cream cheese, wrap in bacon, have have a piece of bacon, put it in put the, it air, in fryer, the air fryer, uh, three fifty or. Yeah, 350 for 15 minutes. They're delicious. They're fantastic. And do they it. do not heat up your kitchen. And they're mm, so good. Mm-hmm. So. So all that to say, Adam was not watching this part of the movie. Yeah. So. Um, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, what happened there? I don't know. Mm. <sighs> something. And then also something happened where. Um, Miss Piggy and uh, Kermit were captured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they, the pirates find the cave where the treasure is empty. Right. Okay, and then there's like a reverse mutiny against Long John Silver. Right. And then he lets, and then the Long John Silver lets Jim escape. Mm-hmm. But then the captain and Miss Piggy are captured by Silver and they hang them from a cliff to fall by their death. Because it's a it's a like a low touch killing or it's like, I'm just going to like hang you up from this from this rope and I'm going to dangle uh, the fire, the rope over the fire. And eventually the fire will burn the rope and you'll fall to your death. But like. It's mm-hmm. a real Batman death. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to save you either. <laughs> like, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm but I, I'm going to set up a series of real deathy, like, traps for you. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, so he, so he sets that up. And then. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim rescues but them. But then Jim rescues them. Yeah. They get, and they get back the ship. They take back the ship. And and then they, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then, yeah, Silver, like, they fight until Long Gone Silver's the only one left. And mm-hmm. then, like, he surrenders, and so they send him off in a ship that's not really all that seaworthy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, leaking, and it's awful. It's a crappy old boat. Right. And so, again, not killing him, but not really helping him. Well, okay, so, uh... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so Silver surrenders. And then while the pirates are imprisoned, Silver discovers he still has uh, Mr. Arrow's key. No, he's got Sam's keys. Sam's keys, and that he can escape. Right. So he escapes. Uh, and that's and why he's Jim, in the crappy boat. And that's why he's in the crappy boat, because it's the boat he found. Right. And, he- um, and Jim is like, hey, you have to like go back to England and be tried for your crimes. And uh, Lockdown like, Silver's no. like, fuck no, I'm leaving. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow my whistle. I'm gonna tell everybody where you are. And he's like, I'll shoot you. And they have this like standoff where he's like, I'm gonna tell everybody where you are. And he's like, I'm gonna shoot you. And at the end, he's like, I couldn't hurt you, Jim. You're like so honest and shit. But like, do me a solid. <laughs> like seriously, fucker. Just, <laughs> like, just give me a twenty minute head start, okay? Right. That's all I need. Right. Uh. But yeah, and, and that's uh, when he gets in the boat and goes off. But the boat's kind of shitty, and he's probably gonna die. Mm-hmm. And so it's like okay. Like as long as our our paths never like cross again or whatever, right? And so then Silver runs away, and that's kind of the official kind of end of the movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so Silver's stuck on the island. He's got no gold. He's got no ship. He's got he's Jack Sparrowed. Mm-hmm. He's marooned. Shanghai, not Shanghai. That's everything. Yeah, uh, he's marooned. He's marooned. He's self marooned. Yeah, yeah. And then like. I guess there's a like credit scene where the rats find the treasure. Oh, off, nice! And that's what I was thinking of the the oh. somebody does find the treasure. It's the rats oh, at the end. The treasure is in uh, Miss Piggy's, Piggy's house. house. She's like, yeah, it's in my house. <laughs> like, do you expect me to like just drop me off on a deserted island and me not find the treasure? <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with all of you? I can smell gold a mile away. I'm a pig. It's like sniffing truffles. Right. Um, and she. Uh, falls, but the ship catches her. Right. The like the front of the ship, which is uh, Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf, instead of like the bust of a lady, is those two. Two bickering old gay men. Yes. And they catch her. Yes. And rescue her, so she's fine. I'm stealing this from Mike Birbiglia. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He has a theory that Statler and Waldorf are like gay lovers. Right. He's like, listen, they're old. They go to like theater constantly and they're bickering like <laughs> all the all time, the time. <laughs> if they're not what is going on right and i'm like hmm hmm yeah, yeah. maybe i mean you know but i'm not i'm not saying I'm, no. gonna, I'm not saying no but hey that's their life choices and 100%. uh good for them mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad they found love it's the kind of people that you know he uh he never had a wife, but his mm-hmm. scarf collection sold for one point six million dollars <laughs> after his death. You're and like, his longtime roommate with whom he shared a bed. Right. You know. Yeah, before before they could talk about all that stuff. Yeah. So Exactly. Exactly that. That's exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. So. But anyway, yeah, so Miss Piggy's rescued. Everybody is rescued. Everybody's rescued. Jim uh becomes captain. He be I think he kinda gets like Put under Kermit's wing. He, put, he becomes first mated. First mated, yeah. And he's on his way. Right. You know, first mate's a pretty good position for an 11-year-old, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, who has literally proven himself to be not useful in the slightest. Right. So. All he managed to do was, like, only kind of not tell the guy who was going to mutiny against everybody that he had the map. Yeah. No, he totally told him he had the he map. He totally told him the map. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. 
<laughs> so anyway, so what do we learn from this movie other than we can just keep remaking the Treasure Island movie indefinitely? See, like, I didn't know that because I've never seen any other Treasure Island movie. Again, this is a ga- Or have read the book. I've I have not done any of it. I can't believe this is a thing. Like, <laughs> we need to work on that, maybe. I mean, I'm familiar enough with the concepts. Like, Yeah, exactly. You, you're in the water, but you're not necessarily on the boat. Like, right. It's fine. It's fine. To use that very weird sure. metaphor. That's a good Is that metaphor. even the right metaphor? I made it up. So sure, let's go with it. <laughs> it's perfect. It's a perfect metaphor. You doubt my metaphors. Um, I don't know what we learned. Tim Curry brings it. it. Just, he is a national treasure. In every capacity. Is he, he's not from our nation, though. I don't know. I I'd think have he's to stuck it. in our nation, though. Although, <laughs> who isn't at this point? Like, who isn't might have stuck? Out. Who isn't stuck where they are? Well, he also uh, doesn't have use of his legs due to a stroke mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And yeah, I did, but know that. his voice came back, and he's been doing voiceover work like right. pretty consistently since then. And I'm like, chase that paper, yeah, like you yeah. do. Keep that get, sad card. Keep like, that going. Um, I did find out he was originally considered to be the voice of the Joker in the Batman animated series, Ooh. which would later go to Mark Hamill. But he actually read for a few episodes and they cut it in and then they realized he was creepy as fuck. He is creepy as fuck. And was really freaky. And, and they're like, he, he, this is this is a cartoon for children. <laughs> like, we want somebody a little more manic and like we're, yeah, crazy, we're, but not like yeah. going to stab you all to death in your sleep. Which, um, you know, yeah. it, it's the Jack Nicholson Joker versus the Heath Ledger Joker. Totally sure. different characters. Different Jokers. So, uh, so Mark got that gig. There's like the list of the, the list of jobs Tim Curry almost got is phenomenal. Like <laughs> well, there's mean, a the, whole entry to that. He did get a lot of jobs, though. He did get know? a lot of so jobs. Like... But like the number of things was like also read for this part, but it went to Alan Rickman. Read for this part, but it went to Jeremy Irons. Read for this part. And you're like, <laughs> he oh, was poor like, curse guy. you, all of you creepy British people. <laughs> but read for this part, went to Rowan Atkinson. I'm like, really? That was a hard switch. Like that was I mean, that would be interesting. Yeah, but he's but he also has good comic timing. Like I oh, could see fantastic. him being in like hilarious. A, yeah, you know, I could see that where you're like, no, we're gonna go with Mr. Bean, and you're like, okay, all right, I like, mean, okay, real slapsticky, like yeah, as opposed to whatever else. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tim Curry, National Treasure. Um, what else did we learn? Muppets and humans together movie can make movies. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's literally just how movies work at this point, I yeah, think. sure. It's not really a revelation, but yeah. Um, I don't know. That's about it. Yeah, it was fine. I think this I was... I don't remember a lot of it. This was kind of the... <laughs> and I watched it, like, not even an hour ago. <laughs> I think this is the last of kind of the Jim Henson mm-hmm. productions. Yeah, this was 1990. Six. Yeah, it was um after um It was after Christmas Carol. It was after Christmas Carol. Which is still my favorite adaptation of a Christmas Carol. Fair, fair enough. Um and uh and then they really didn't do much with the Muppets until there was like the reboot movie mm-hmm. with uh with Marshall. Right. Uh and in a, in like just it was almost like twenty years later. Like mm-hmm. it was it was a big gap. Right. So, you know, I guess this movie killed the Muppets for a while. It took a break. Well, I mean, honestly, Jim Henson dying killed the Muppets for a while. That right, was, right. Got com- I think this was after Jim Henson died. Yeah, passed. he died in 90 and this was 96. So yeah. this was kind of in production in mm-hmm. the, like... 
Because yeah. these things take a long time to film. Because <laughs> yeah, and one, well, yeah, even just to like plan out, just to plan out and to plot out and to make the. There's hundreds and hundreds of puppets in this thing. Like yeah. you got it. There's like two years of lead time just in stitching. just in puppet making. So you know you gotta you gotta figure that out and write mm-hmm. it. And so by the time they you know probably by the, Jim Henson was probably started it. Yeah. His son Brian saw the end of it, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, it was okay. Yeah. It was great. It's fine. It wasn't great. I mean, but it was fine. It's so, fine. That's all I got. Anything else you want to add? Yeah. Salad gags. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good kid's film. Yeah. I, I like the lobster. The lobster deserved more time. It was a good, it was a good addition. They didn't have the, uh, the prawns. They didn't have the prawns. I wonder, I wonder if when the those prawns, yeah. I wonder when the prawns started. Oh. Because this is like, it would be, it'd be clear prawns. Yeah, the prawns need to be here for this. There was but... a Swedish chef randomly in this movie. And, and Bozzy just looks at him and goes, you wondered how we were going to get him in here. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. He was on the d- desert island. He was going to cook the... Um, yeah, because the... Piggy was going to cook the officers. Mm-hmm. Right. But... So he was going to cook the officers. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I don't know. That's all I kind of got for the day. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah. Please... It. Please parent responsibly out there. Yes, please parent responsibly.